Section 15 of An Itinerant House and Other Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Angelique Campbell, October 2018. An Itinerant House and Other Stories by Emma Frances Dawson. In Silver Upon Purple star-crossed lovers from no human equation can you eliminate that unknown factor the most mysterious of all the unexpected midsummer and midnight in an italian city in the sixteenth century the narrow crooked streets are dim and quiet the purple dark above is strewn with worlds like silver sands yet so solemn and mysterious one feels that they may form cabalistic characters and dreads some consequence yet hanging in the stars a nobleman passes along the lonely streets toward the cemetery followed by his page who bears a torch and a basket of flowers the torchlight casts glints upon the heavy gold embroidery of a sinister heraldic flower which wreathes the young gentleman's white cloak and lets the white satin puffing in his slashed sleeves gleam the gems set in the hilt of his rapier flash the frosty plumes in his hat nod above a refined proud face many women have sighed have wept because he passed them without a glance the stately elegance of the man himself is far more than his adornments what could thwart the will of such a fine majestic being those shifting silver sands that dust of worlds athwart the purple dark long blown and blowing far these milky blossoms he muses are not white enough to match the purity of that fair girl who was to have been my wife i ought to thank heaven that i lost her only as the bride of death i could never have yielded her to any other bridegroom my beautiful my own he will never know that she loved even married another he moves haughtily toward that unforeseen but immediate sudden fray in which he is to be killed athwart the purple dark long blown and blowing far those shifting silver sands that dust of worlds the page tries to stride like his master and longs to be the grown man who can do as he likes the shadows leap from them point at them draw grotesque likenesses of them crowd back and follow here is a lofty window over which a fantastic gargoyle half demon half dragon is lolling out its tongue as if in derision but a shadow closes its mouth even cowls its head and leaves its sharp claws holding an open book its coiled tail by which it hangs from the roof without meaning below in the open window a girl of scarlet lips and bright eyes is leaning out into the summer night many men with their hungry hearts in their eyes have followed her to and from mass 
which shall assail with stifling torment a creature of such grace and charm long blown and blowing far that dust of worlds athwart the purple dark those shifting silver sands she sees the picturesque passing of night and page she knows their mission she does not regret the death her own lover was too much taken by that girl at the late mask i have been wrong not to let him know how his wooing has thrilled me she thinks when he serenaded me the night before i neither lighted my window nor flung down a flower i will make amends now for my long neglect of him i will embroider that old love song he sang for the border of the cloak he shall wear at our wedding it shall be of sky-blue velvet the border of satin the five lines the stems of the notes the bars and silver the notes of seed pearls with the ropes of pearls and white plumes on his hat how handsome he will look his beauty is a melody a harmony for the eye beyond any the ear ever heard and its theme is love the purple dark that shifting dust of worlds those silver sands long blown and blowing far athwart the serene night is too pitiful to let her feel any foreboding of ill of news that dawn will bring of a triple tragedy to-night in the cemetery any hint of the secret which will be such distress to her to know that her lover has already married the girl whose beauty bewitched him at the mask an old nurse who has come from a palace in mourning and whose black figure thrown up by the circling rays of torchlight as a blot on the paler darkness behind her seized by the dancing flare the beautified girl in the window and the passing beneath of the jaunty disdainful cavalier and his strutting envious page the lovely girl with pink roses and dark curls shadowing her high forehead wears deep rose velvet heavily embroidered with crystal beads the bodice a glittering mass of them like a vision all for an instant of tears she is soon to shed the old woman has a vivid glimpse of her against a background of gold-colored tapestry the gargoyle grins its mouth gapes into mock laughter then appears to hastily shut as grim shadows close around the dreaming girl and pursue the departing cavalier now afore heaven why couldn't they fall in love with one another the nurse mumbles just as young and handsome as the others and with the chinks yet these must go down through the ages as they say forever famous as the jilted ones nobody will be concerned about what they may have suffered a dainty beauty a brave gallant they deserve a better fate poor county paris poor rosaline that dust of worlds those shifting silver sands long blown and blowing forth wart the purple dark End of section fifteen recording by Angelique Campbell
end of an itinerant house and other stories by emma frances dawson